Okay, I'm gonna go with the theme music. Go for it. Eso, eso. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. Bob's bongos be my jam. Yeah, moving and grooving. <laughs> Happy holidays. This is your favorite podcast, The Pot Smoking Moms. I'm Sunny D, and I'm here with my homegirl, Captain J. Feliz Navidad. Hey, if, if you're a fan of ours, if you like us, if you like what we're doing, if you're about it, about it, please rate us, subscribe, share, be friends with us. Uh, potsmokingmoms.com is our website. Go there, link up with our Instagrams or, you know, send us an email. You could even talk to us through our website. It's high. It's very high tech, very high tech. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you've got something to smoke, let's smoke. What do you got going on over there today, Jay? I have a J of Northern Light Sunshine Cannabis. Oh, JJ. Jay with J. Celebrating Sunshine's, I think his birthday was recently, right? Yeah, it was yesterday's campaign or today. I don't remember. Something like that. Um, we'll smoke in his honor. I, for him, I'll smoke some of this flowery. <laughs> <laughs> I got peanut butter souffle. What can I say, man? Delivery is got, so sweet. Delivery is sweet. Their flower sweet. And we Use got a PSM twenty for twenty percent off. PSM twenty for twenty percent off. Right. And since we have that discount, <laughs> I've just been like using my own <laughs> discount because, like, <laughs> shit, it's twenty percent off. Yeah. And and they've been hitting it. They've been knocking it out of the park. Anyway, PSM20, if you want to go to the flowery.co and um, get some delivery if you're uh, in South Florida. Uh, cheers. Cheers. Back at it again. Yeah. Every time I take a hit of my bong, I'm like, yeah, yeah, back at it again. We the greatest. <laughs> Your bong's like, welcome back. Haven't seen you in about a half hour. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Later on in the show, guys, we got a really fun interview with some of the nicest, sweetest people you'll ever meet. TK Sweets. They're one of our biggest supporters, and they've got a lot of fun stuff going on. Um, we'll talk to them a little later on in the show. We hope you check out the interview. Also, we're, we still have on our page, uh, you could donate to the last prisoner project. I think advocating for cannabis, uh, we definitely have to think about those who have been locked up, uh, for nonviolent cannabis crimes when we're out here smoking it like it's all good. And they're in jail. Exactly. For, for just having weed on them. In some cases. Yeah, so do your due diligence, man. Smoke one and uh, donate to the Last Prisoner Project. We have a link on our Instagram page. It's real easy. A dollar, two dollars, five dollars, whatever you got. You know, that way you could smoke your weed and think 
you know, with a clear conscience. <laughs> um, we also have a pot smoking mom's Disney trip plans plans for February 11th through the 13th if you want to go let us know if you want to meet up we're planning on having (laughs) dinner the 11th so you can do that or you can go to the parks with us you know hit us up are you ready for Christmas yeah, I this am. Weekend, it's just a few days away. I know. I'm not ready. I'm ready for it to be over, but I'm also not ready to have the, like, I have to do the gifts thing. And I have to, like, my my oldest one is four. She's already, like, she knows what's up. I got to do something. Like, I'm telling her that, you know how we have the atrium in the middle of the house? Yeah. That that's how Santa gets in? That's how Santa gets in. Because you don't have a chimney. We don't. Yeah, I mean, we don't have a chimney, and um, and that's like the like it's like direct access from the roof. So like, it makes sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it totally um, does. Yeah. So I wanted to see if I could maybe make it look like, you know, Santa's Snow footsteps fell. or right or something like that. Snow fell from the the reindeers. Some silly <laughs> shit like that. I don't know. I gotta Google it. This is the first time I try to do any of this stuff because it's like make it magical, right? Something a little bit. I'm gonna make it magical you know. with the cookies that we leave out for Santa. Because yeah, know. I was gonna say he's gonna definitely eat those cookies. Uh huh. Special cookies <laughs> for cookies. Santa this year. <laughs> Some edible cookies for Santa. Yup. Are you ready for Christmas? Yeah, I'm just not looking forward to the traveling part about it. I'm kind of nervous. Um, I've never traveled during like big holidays like this, like airport wise, you know? Yeah, I mean, just traveling in the air in general is kind of a whole shit show. And I'm sure the whole pandemic is not making it any easier. So, fuck no. So good luck for good luck to that. Um, and I'm going to New York. My parents are already there. It's only snowing a little bit. It's not as much snow as we were hoping. So if there's not like snow sticking to the ground, I'm going to go to like, we're going to be in Albany, like in the mountains of upstate New York. So yeah, sometimes see if there's like a snow place we can go to, like a ski resort place or something. Yeah. I mean, when it gets really cold out there, the lakes freeze over. You can go skating on the lakes out there, which I mean, I would never do personally because I'm a chicken shit. That is super scary. But I've seen it done before. (laughs) And I know they do it. Well, no, I mean, I've actually been there. I've seen people skating. I've been like, oh, that's wow. That seems dangerous. That's cool. But like I'm seeing it. That's awesome. Okay, bye. You know that there's people that skate. Okay, I saw this on the on the latest Will Smith. uh, This is Earth or Welcome to Earth or whatever documentary series he has on (laughs) Disney Plus where they have they're taking him all over the place. It's really good. But they showed these people that like they ice skate on fresh lake ice and and it's still like freezing. It's not fully frozen. So as they skate on it, it makes these really bizarre, like very noises, weird sounds. Yeah. And it's the it's the water down there. Like and I'm like, oh, my God, I'd be freaking the fuck out. Yeah, I saw that, too. Thank you. You saw that? (laughs) Yeah, I saw that, too. They're crazy. They're crazy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 
Right. I it, I I love it. watching it is amazing, but like I it sounds cool. Mm-mm, no way. It. My fat ass? No. I'm good. I'll 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 watch you. <laughs> no thanks. So I'm rewatching Dexter because you know that that's one of the shows that I said ended terribly. Did you ever watch Dexter? I watched the first two seasons and then I was like, okay, this is that's it's the same thing over and over again. And I'm good. Okay. Well, I, I always loved the show. I watched it to the end. It was, was a good it was a good show though. Disappointed. Yeah. I was, the end I mean, sucked. I named my dog after him. All right. I had a dog named Dexter. <laughs> so um I always loved the show but I hated the way they ended it. And they just brought it back, apparently. I guess so many people hated the way it was ended. Yeah. That they decided Rebooting to bring it, to... it back to like fix it. Jesus. Eight years later. I don't know. I mean, that kind of makes me, that annoys the piss out of me. They're doing that with How I Met Your Mother. That's another show that you and me invested a lot of time in and we were definitely that was disappointed. That ending. There's a... So there's a new, there's a How I Met Your Father now. And it's so funny that you mentioned this because there's a, there's a promotion on Instagram. There's a commercial for How I Met Your Father. And I don't know if you've been in the, in our Instagram account, but like. I've seen the, the notifications from the conversations you had on there. Yeah. I posted. It's like Hillary Duff. It's Hillary Duff is the main, is like the Ted, I guess. Is it like the mom's side of the story? Right, but not like, yeah, but like a different lady. It's her how she it, met. It's not the dude. It, so it has nothing to do with the original friend group and how I met. No, but no, and they do that with a lot of shows too. Sometimes they do like, I don't know. Actually, let me let me clarify. I'm not a hundred percent sure on the story that part of the storyline. I don't know if it has anything to do with Ted and them because. Obviously, it's not the wife that died that he, yeah. Know. So it's definitely got to be a different <laughs> character. I don't know how they're how they're. Well, no, it could it could be the wife that died, but it doesn't look like her because if Hillary right. is playing her, they don't look the same. Right, it's not her. So, anyways, I made a comment <laughs> on this on this post. I was like, I was I said something to the effect of like like fuck you guys after. Having to be fully invested for eight years of how I met your mother, only to be let down. Eight years wasn't it more? I don't know. I think it was to me. It was about eight years, is what I remember. I think it was like ten years. Yeah, ago. it was like we have we have like we have trust issues now. Like you, <laughs> the whole character that the show was based on was like dead the whole time the story was being told, and it's like I'm not gonna know. You're not gonna get me for an idiot. And let me tell you, that comment blew up. People. All kinds of crazy, funny things. Some people are like, yeah, man. Like, this is. It was stupid. It was the whole last season was blew up the show, made the whole show stink. The whole show was really, it was, it was such a great show. And the last season was just a, they just crapped all it over. It was a legendary show. Legendary. Dairy. Let me tell you. It was. <laughs> it was so funny and so good and they fucked it up at the end. Yeah, I know. And it's funny because we watch reruns. They have reruns on all the time. And sometimes late at night we'll be getting ready for bed and though whatever, we'll watch it. But we'll watch it and we will always like suck our teeth because we're just like, ugh, this is like it was so good. Why did they like we're just yeah, like ah, <laughs> oh, it was so good. Why did they fuck it up? And somebody else wrote one of the comments they wrote was like 
I can't even watch the reruns. <laughs> She's like, they messed me up so bad. I can't even watch the reruns. Because they know where it's going. Yeah, I don't understand why they do this. They revive the show to do what you said with Dexter, to try to make it better. But it's like, can you not? I'm rewatching it now and rewatching it. It's still, it's making me even more angry about what I know the end's going to be. Because mm. I'm like, seeing what I was, what I thought I was going to happen towards the end and how I can still see how that's building to that. And they completely, like, to me, I thought that he, like, by the end of it, Dexter was going to be more human because of his son, you know, and kind of like stop the serial killing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it does the complete opposite. He abandons It fuels him. No, he ends up abandoning his son and going off to be a serial killer. Faking his own death. And you didn't like that ending? That ending actually no. sounds pretty badass. No. I did not it's like, like fuck it. this it kid. Was awful. I love killing it was people. Awful. I'm out. <laughs> Raise yourself, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. A little late if somebody has seen Dexter. I mean, yeah, that's how I felt on How I Met Your Mother. Somebody was like, spoiler alert. And we were like, bitch, like the show's this been show's been out for, for eight long? years. Like, somebody <laughs> recently had made a post about spoiler alert on the internet, too. And I was just like, why do people, like, why? Like, just either be busy enough to where you don't see that shit or, like, good deal with it. It's life. So many things have been spoiled for me. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> oh, I want to just finish. Have you watched Witcher? No, I haven't seen that. You should check out Witcher. It's good. They just finished the second season. Witcher. Those are the TV shows I'm into right now. Going back in time to Dexter and watch. Oh, we saw Spider-Man. That's oh, no. another thing that kind of scared me. I went to the movies. Oh, yeah. And there was yeah, a lot of people there. Of course, Spider-Man came I out. I mean, it is spider Yeah, it is Spider-Man. <laughs> we knew how hard it was for us to get tickets. Like, we were looking. and But it was so good. It was so much fun to watch. They say really it's really good. I one of the movies. It's so good. Yeah. It was, like, people were out, like, cheering out loud. Yeah, I've seen like, videos ah! of people, like, in costumes out there. Uh, People like groups of guys or groups of friends have gone dressed as all the different Spider-Man because it's, it's Spider-Man into the multiverse kind of where like it has the three different Spider-Man in the movie. And um, so they- people go dress as all the different Spider-Man, like all the different kinds of Spider-Mans that there have been in comic books and stuff. Is the female, is that ghost spider or whatever? Is she in any of the movies? No. Well, I don't she's know a cartoon. No. Yeah, no, she's not in this one. Her, There's only three Spider-Man. It's only the movie Spider-Man. Okay. Spoiler. Venom. <laughs> I don't know if that's a spoiler. Venom's not a Spider-Man. No. No, he's not considered a Spider-Man. Oh. But they mentioned him. Oh. And I don't want to give anything else away. But All right. Just watch it. It's we'll leave so it good. at that. I need to catch up on the Tom Holland Spider-Man. No, yeah. You haven't the Tom... seen any of them? I think I've seen. I saw one. You saw the first one? And I seen the ones where it's all of them, the Avengers ones. Which he made me want to see Spider-Man. him. Yeah, he's like, he's so sweet. He just seems like such he's a so genuinely adorable. nice And him guy. and Zendaya are actually dating now. Yeah, right? Okay. 
Yeah, I've seen that everywhere. He's like, there. I saw some kind of quote where he's like, oh, oh, I've I've worked so hard on my career for the last four years. I want to take a few years off to start a family. And he's like 25. And I'm like, what? So young. Okay, about Tom Holland, you have to look up, you know that show? What is that show? Lip Sync, like, Battle? Yeah. Lip Sync Battle? Mm-hmm. Where look they perform him. a lip sync song? Yeah. He does it. I saw a clip of his performance. That's good. Oh, my God. You got to watch it. Okay. I'll check <laughs> you it out. You got to pull it up on YouTube and watch He's it. He's really he fun. He's... Umbrella. Oh, he does. The Rihanna song, yeah. Umbrella. But he goes all out. I'm sure everybody like, goes super hard dance. on that show. He can dance. He does the choreography. <laughs> Dresses in drag. Like wow, I gotta check it out. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. All right. All right. You Time guys for favorite segment. You got it. We'll give you the news about weed while we smoke it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're green. Congressional memo touts marijuana momentum in 2021 and lays out 2022 reform priorities. With several new states having legalized marijuana in 2021, in addition to some modest congressional developments, reform advocates put some wins on the board this year. Now, a congressional memo is laying out priorities to build upon those successes for 2022. Congressional Cannabis Caucus co-chairs Reps Earl Blumenauer and Barbara Lee, longstanding champions of reform, authored the memo. It lists numerous pieces of marijuana legislation that have have been filed on Capitol Hill this session, including some that did advance and then explains what to watch for next year. While the lawmaker's memo highlights momentum that has developed behind cannabis reform in the House this year, it also notes that the Senate still has a lot of work to do. I think the stage is set for federal legalization to happen next year. Ooh, Blue and Hour said during a briefing with the reporters on Thursday. Stop teasing have... us. What a I know. It's like next year. Yeah. Slow your roll, buddy. We have Senate leadership. They're dealing with how to assemble a package. They all want comprehensive reform, and they have made that very clear. Once we get that alignment, we can move it into the Senate. I think things can happen very quickly. You see, and I was saying two years, if it does happen this year. You you said not two years. You said five years or more. No, I said. I said two years. we could go back and listen Shut, to episodes. Uh, yeah, and I'll find I guess, that exactly. <laughs> uh huh. We have like we have a recorded audio trail of that shit. I've said two years from the break of dawn. I'm pretty sure I'm the one that said. Yeah, years, I'm pretty okay. sure you, you ha- you switched them around. You always, you would always look at me and be like, two years. That's too soon." And I'd be like, "Well, two years." Yeah, it's got- the opposite. You would always say that to me. You guys, you're the audience. You tell us. Yeah. You and the audience know you've been listening uh-huh. this whole time. Oh, if I didn't have so much shit to cut and so much audio <laughs> to cut, I would definitely just start looking right as soon as we end this situation here. <laughs> in the meantime, arguably the most consequential reforms of 2021 did not take place in Congress. Instead, as the new report acknowledges, it was a record number of states that legalized marijuana for adult use, as well as Alabama legalizing medical cannabis. 
His growing bipartisan momentum for cannabis reform shows Congress is primed for progress in 2022, and we're closer, closer than ever to bringing our cannabis policies and laws in line with the American people, the memo says. While much work remains to be done, there have been substan- substantive... Substantive? That's what it said in the article. <laughs> substantive. I, I'm questioning that substantive word. Substantive developments. Yeah. Over the course of the year that have set the table for further action. Lee said in a press statement... In a press release that it's time for the federal government to catch up to the rest of the country and start leading on cannabis reform. It's far past time Congress move to finally get this across the finish line, she said. Ending the war on drugs is an issue of racial equality and moral imperative. Substantive is a word. It is. (laughs) Substantive. Having a firm basis in reality and therefore important, meaningful or considerable having a separate and independent existence. Hmm. Okay. I felt like I might have not also not known how to say it. Yeah. That's why I was like, I don't really know if I'm saying this right. Luminar said the table is set and the time is right for comprehensive cannabis reform, which will make a huge difference for people around the country. Oh shit. We've watched this issue gain more momentum than ever with the American people, almost 70% of whom, including a majority of Republicans, want to see federal reform. He said, let's get it done. Yes, we've been saying it all along. Blumenauer will also be hosting a briefing with reporters on next steps for marijuana reform later on Thursday. A A bill to federally legalize marijuana and to promote social equity cleared the House Judiciary Committee legislation to protect banks that service state legal cannabis businesses passed the House and for the fifth time. A bipartisan measure was introduced to incentivize the expungement of prior marijuana records and lawmakers kept pressure on Joe Biden to grant relief to people with cannabis convictions. There's even a recently filed bill led by Republicans to end federal marijuana prohibition through Blumenauer, though... Blumenauer said on Thursday that he felt that's not going anywhere in the House. Unfortunately, yeah, we we talked about that bill. Yeah, we talked about it all. Of yeah, them. all of these. Unfortunately for advocates, none of these bills have been enacted, and the president has yet to act on their calls for executive clemency. But the memo stresses that this momentum serves as a foundation for reform heading into 2022. There was one piece of cannabis legislation that was enacted as an amendment to a large-scale infrastructure bill. It recommends that researchers be permitted to access marijuana from dispensaries for study purposes rather than depend on cannabis grown at only the federally authorized source of University of Mississippi. The memo also points to another victory, the exclusion of a spending bill writer prohibiting Washington, D.C. from using its local tax dollars to implement a marijuana market. Though the new version of legislation has not yet been enacted and the blockade remains for now, still this is likely to set the stage for implementation legislation to bring cannabis sales above ground in the nation's capital. Yeah, because that's what uh, uh, Lauren says. That, like they buy, it's like in the gray area. It's still kind of legacy. Right. Like, you know, it's legal there. Right. You can get it delivered and stuff, but it's not. But it's still underground. Yeah. 
A slew of veteran-specific marijuana bills were also filed this year. That includes one measure that passed the House Veterans Affairs Committee last month to require the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs to conduct clinical trials into the therapeutic potential of cannabis for military veterans. But while lawmakers, advocates, and stakeholders put in significant work to achieve these incremental successes, the memo emphasizes that the work isn't over. And it specifically lists five priorities for marijuana reform next year. At the top of the list, descheduling marijuana. Hold on. (laughs) Yes, that is at the top of the list. We are getting closer to passing the MORE Act, the most comprehensive cannabis reform bill to be developed and considered by Congress to date, which would remove cannabis from the Controlled Substances Act, the lawmakers wrote. Legalization must be coupled with equity, they said. That means enacting policies that provide relief to those caught up in the drug war. It's also imperative that the Biden administration utilize power available to the executive to pardon and commute sentences for individuals with cannabis-related offenses. While Congress continues to work to enact comprehensive sentencing reform, the memo states, as more state... As more state markets come online, the legislators also said that steps must be taken to ensure that the industry is equitable. Part of that means making sure that people from communities most impacted by prohibition have opportunities and resources to participate in the market. Another priority, promoting marijuana research. We all... We are all well positioned to dramatically increase the scope and quality of our cannabis research, which will help inform future federal regulation and help us understand the full breadth of cannabis therapeutic benefits, Uh, especially for our veterans and those living with chronic conditions like epilepsy, the memo says. Finally, the document emphasizes that the federal government should not be in the business of interfering with state marijuana programs. It specifically stresses non-interference by the Justice Department, at least until the marijuana banking reform passes the Senate. The House of Representatives have worked to enact cannabis reform to set the stage for comprehensive reform. We'll work with the Senate on a parallel strategy, the memo concludes. The Congressional Cannabis Caucus has brought together a broad coalition of members from across the country with all their various policies who all agree it's time for Congress to finally reform federal cannabis policy. As we enter another election year, it's more important than ever to seize the moment and heed the calls of the American public, it says. We're poised to take bold action to end the failed war on drugs once and for all. (sighs) And the crowd goes wild. (sighs) We love the memo. What do these memos do, though? Like, do they actually know. put any fire under anybody's no, ass? I, I just think it highlights everything for everybody. Right? It's like, yeah, know. look, we're doing all these things. We're trying. Right. We're almost there, guys. <laughs> it's As so crazy. We've been this for two years, and I'm pretty sure I said around two years, so I would be wrong at this point, and you would be closer to it because I think you said more like five years. I said it's already over what I said. Yeah. It's incredible that we're still here, but this next story, it's like we're so far into the future, yet so in the past. 
<laughs> and not willing to move forward. It's like insane to me that we could be so ahead and so behind at the same time. Yeah, this next story. Buy cannabis on a blockchain metaverse and get it delivered to your real home. What? What's a blockchain? <laughs> what what language are you speaking in? <laughs> you said you looked it up. What's a blockchain? Blockchain, a blockchain is basically the way that uh that information is stored. It's um it's but blockchains are mostly used for like cryptocurrency. Oh, okay, that's why they go into here talking about NFTs and stuff. Okay. And that's another so, NFT. Like, oh god, and what NFTs? Okay, they, anyway. <laughs> so cannabis has gone digital and then come back to reality amid the explosion of NFTs and the metaverse. Several marijuana brands have found innovative ways to capitalize on the digital trend. However, one company has gone a step further, bringing the metaverse back to the real world. This week, Higher Life CBD became one of the first cannabis brands to launch a real CBD dispensary in the metaverse, offering customers a fun, digital, gamified shopping experience that, unlike others, then translates into tangible product delivered to your doorstep in all U.S. states. What? This sounds so fucking. <laughs> the whole metaverse thing to me sounds kind of just ridiculous and cheesy. We talked about this a little bit with me, Avi and Riley. Yeah. It's higher life, CBD. The COVID 19 pandemic has forced many companies to think about safe alternatives when it comes to communicating with employees and customers. For some, that means looking beyond the physical world and thinking outside the box, explained CEO Brandon Howard. <laughs> that the say his name so passively like aggressively <laughs> <laughs> quite frankly Brandon this is all kind of ridiculous right now but anyway but I get but like yeah we've done we've had to switch to an online universe the last few years we see great potential in the virtual reality world VR and AR have changed the game on how we'll go about buying things in the future. And porn. Shopping, <laughs> shopping in the metaverse, but mostly porn. Shopping in the metaverse and then being able to receive your items on your doorstep is groundbreaking and the next big thing. It's a place where NFTs, cryptocurrency, and the cannabis world will coincide. Stop trying to make it sound cool, Brandon. It's not. I mean, for people that are spend a lot of time online and and that might be starting to use things like the metaverse, it is kind of cool because, like, I, 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 like, imagine you sit down, you like order food at a restaurant to go, and then it actually gets delivered to your house there, and you eat it, so you get to actually eat it in real life while you're playing. What? Huh? Does your avatar like, get to eat the food too, though? Like, what's no, you eating it, but your avatar's ordering maybe, it. Maybe, maybe the avatar will also eat it in the game while you're eating. It. <laughs> I mean, if, <laughs> I, if I was the avatar, I'd be pretty yeah. pissed off. I your just ordered food for you. The CBD is going to be smoking the CBD, and you're going to be smoking the CBD. So dumb. So, like, listen, I, yours. I, I listen, I to avoid people. I will do anything. So if I do need to jump into the metaverse, I'll, I don't care. I'll do it. <laughs> the world is yours. Higher Life CBD's metaverse dispensary was launched on 
CryptoVoxels, a virtual world built on the Ethereum blockchain. What oh language God, this is this? Future shit. Fucking. <laughs> the CryptoVoxels world has its own city, origin city. The streets are owned by the corporation, a godlike metaverse owner. Ah, mira, una novela. It's a whole novel. I feel like it's a cult. Parcels, however, are owned by individual people who are paying as much as one million for them. In fact, a user recently spent four hundred and fifty thousands to require to acquire a parcel next to Snoop Dogg's virtual house in the Sandbox, another Ethereum-based platform. <laughs> <laughs> One rich nerd paid four hundred and fifty thousand. The richest nerd. Get a life. What is happening? It feels. It feels amazing to be one of the first cannabis companies to step into the metaverse. We're able to communicate with customers easier, give them an actual experience without physically being at our brick and mortar store. Makes the online shopping experience more entertaining. Said Brandon. <laughs> I'm just gonna say his name like that all the time. Explaining customers can listen to music, get a full inside and outside view of the dispensary, check out all the company's NFTs shown on the digital dispensary walls, and more, all in the metaverse. This is Ready Player One, like starting to happen. Branded, oh. yeah, <laughs> huh? branded. branded is actually following the steps of other tech giants getting their feet wet in the metaverse arenas. Only a few weeks ago, Facebook changed its name to Meta and announced plans to launch its own metaverse. With all this change coming to all the way, uh, uh, with all this change coming to the way we use virtual reality and what it can mean for the cannabis world, I am so honored that my brand, Higher Life CBD, will be one of the first to test the waters. Brandon concluded. <laughs> I can't do it like you. <laughs> when you do what you love, success and rewards come naturally. Never give up on your dreams and no matter how many times you fail. Aww. Brower- Brandon got all inspirational there at the end. Whatever. If you want to buy your CBD... In virtual reality, then <laughs> Apparently Higher possible. Life CBD is the brand that's out there for you. Candy Girl also goes meta. On Monday, cannabis startup Candy Girl also announced its Delta 9 THC products in the in the Decentraland metaverse. What? Exploiting a legal <laughs> loophole created by the 2018 Farm Bill. Is that a typo? Do I think that. Yeah, it has to mean it has to mean Delta Eight. They they messed up on the article. Yeah. It can't be Delta Nine. It can't be on the farm. Bill. Right, that's only Delta Eight. Yeah. Wrong. Wrong. Brandon. Who wrote this article? <laughs> who wrote this article, Brandon? Who who edit? Like, what is it they? What's it called when they review it? Edit. Oh, this is from Forbes. Yeah, who edited this article? Who yeah, read hey, it? Listen, like, look up the per- go and email Forbes. 
excuse me. Yeah, I'd be like, Forbes, you got this wrong. Yeah, excuse Forbes. me. Pot smoking mom here. <laughs> Captain J. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. We reported your story. It's wrong. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, we've we've gotten here. This is the last one for this year. For the season. This is the last this is the last show of the season. Oh, is it? Is it? We have one more. We always go to ten. Oh my bad. Never mind, guys. Just kidding. <laughs> Here's your favorite segment. Alright, guys. Here is an only in Florida headline for you guys. You ready? Florida. Two large alligators tumble out of a SUV after teen driver crashes, Florida cop says. Wow. What? Yeah, like what the heck alligators, are alligators doing an SUV? Exactly. <laughs> Only in fucking Florida. Yeah. So what a single car crash, which means there were no other cars involved in this accident, took a strange turn in Florida when officers arrived to find two large alligators hanging from the rear window of an SUV. <sighs> oh my god, these four alligators. One of the reptiles was still moving. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission reports. It happened December 9th in Hardy County, about 70 miles southeast of Tampa. And authorities say two teens were in the Ford Explorer when it crashed. Details of the incident were shared December 17th on Facebook by the commission, which called it the case of the week. Of course. (laughs) The case Case of of the week. When our officer was asked to assist, see, it happens so often that they have one every week. Just so <laughs> we're clear about Florida standards. I don't, I don't mean they, I don't think they mean with alligators. Right, but it doesn't matter. They, they, it, the, the fact that they have an incident, a case of the week, yeah. says it's enough. When our officer was asked to assist with a vehicle accident involving two people and two alligators, he wasn't sure what to expect the commission wrote. <laughs> like what kind of call is this i'm getting once on scene he saw a six and a half foot and an eight foot long oh my god from the rear window of an suv resting on its side the officer immediately removed them from the vehicle and just to be safe secured their mouths using electrical tape officer jared gad took the extra step because one of them was still slightly moving according to his report the SUV was being driven by an 18-year-old from Hardy County, and he told investigators he and a 17-year-old companion had been fishing that morning when alligators began chasing their lines. It was the younger of the two teens who decided to use a large rock to kill the alligators, officials said. Pair teen, oh my the God. pair then worked together to load them onto the back of the SUV, officials said. Their goal was to take the alligators home. However, it was not clear what they intended to do with the carcasses. What? Yeah. Like, what was their plan? Both teens were charged with misdemeanors for taking alligators without a permit, the report says. Investigators did not say what caused the SUV to flip after shortly, shortly after the teens left their fishing spot at the Charlie Creek Bridge. Probably because there were alligators moving around in the back and they got scared. Maybe one of the alligators was trying to get to them or something. Yeah, why but even if they're chasing you or whatever, after you hit them with a rock and shit, like why are you gonna go through the through the through the hassle of pulling them onto your car and trying to take them somewhere? 
They won't, Unless they, they wanted, wanted to like to eat, eat them. them and skin them. Maybe they're and, like, oh, we're going to skin them and eat them and do all those things. Yeah. But you have to have a permit, apparently. Well, you either have to have a permit or you just have to and not tip the car over. Without a permit. <laughs> for taking alligators, alligators without a permit. So I guess you can just like, I guess like a hunting permit. I mean, you don't want to get caught with them hanging out of your window, I'm sure. <laughs> <sighs> oh, God, there were pictures. There were pictures of the article. Oh, God. We'll, we'll, you got to post it on the it. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see gotta, them, too. There's, it's, it's on its side. And you, but Bro, eight foot, an eight of- foot. And a six and a half foot? Oh my god, those are those are bigger than peep most people I know. Oh my god. Wild. It's uh, Florida. Another uh some other news locally. We've got a couple more dispensaries uh approved by the department for the week of uh December thirteenth through the seventeenth. So there's a new Altmed in Stewart, a Curleaf in Stewart, and a Sunnyside in Sarasota. Pretty I don't know. Soon. Congratulations, I guess. <laughs> They're just spreading around. Yeah, man. More and more. Go get yourself some but sunny I feel side. Like, I don't know if Stuart is like a new area. I don't know how many places Stuart already had, but I feel like Sarasota and Stuart. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, probably. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Uh, this next interview is with some of the most wonderful people you will ever meet in your life we've met them and their lovely family when we've gone out to um you know to Canafest. yes we met them so um we had a very special opportunity to talk to tk sweets which is uh terry and raymond grimsley uh, Terry's a CEO and founder of TK Sweets. She's a mom who smokes, eats, and bakes with cannabis. And her husband, uh, Raymond, her unpaid supporter and hype man. Uh, we hope you enjoy this interview. We had tons of fun. Here it is. So you guys also grow like fruits and vegetables. What what kind of fruits and vegetables do you guys got going? So I have, a, I'm so fucking proud of myself. Yeah. So I have a huge should tomato be. plant like going right now, right? Yeah. Um, I've been struggling for two years to grow a tomato <laughs> plant. No lie. It has been Never two give years. up. And it just, I couldn't get it. And it didn't matter what I tried. I was not getting it. It was, nothing was popping up, just the flowers. Yeah. So finally I went and got a magnolia tomato plant from our hydroponics store, our local hydroponics store. And it was already started. And I told her, I said, look, I have been pruning it and pruning and I have left it alone and nothing's happening. I said, and eventually one time it ended up just overtaking everything. It grew big as hell. And so my husband cut it down. He's like, this is just not working. And she goes, just give it a little bit of nutrients and then see what happens. So my husband made a tea and I gave it, I have like 12 fucking huge ass tomatoes growing on this plant now. Oh, yeah. Nice. nice. Yeah. So I have that. I have garlic chives. I have a huge aloe because that's what we use to make our teas in. Yeah. Um, and then that's I have a, plant too. 
Yeah, yes. that was good for everything. Yeah, it's yes. really good I for, everything. for everything. We had one in our backyard, and my mom used to fucking slap it on everything. Whenever <laughs> I got burned, I got too much sun. Yes. He sliced one open and just slapped that shit all over me. And they're like, this will fix that boo boo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, aloe is great. Yes. And, uh, and then we, ha- I have a, um, so I was, I was trying to be a good in-law and I'm trying to grow some collard and mustard greens for my mother-in-law. <laughs> and I thought it would be done before the holiday, but it's not. I kind of struggled on that one. Um, but it's you make some good collard greens. Yeah, she does. And I, you know, I would get some brownie points if I took her some homegrown collard greens. What you How about for New Year's? Will it be ready in New Year's? Isn't that like one of the things that you yeah, need for New Year's for like uh, for wealth or for like money? Cash, I think black eyed peas black for eyed the peas. points or something like that. And greens is for the money. Yeah, yeah green is for the money. money. I think the black eyed peas is for the coins and pork, pork rinds. Yeah, pork rinds. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's a tradition though. Yeah, it's every year tradition. My mom still does it. Yum. Another thing that's hard to grow too, it just like it's hard to grow stuff, it's hard to make edibles as well. And you are a baker also. I uh, People also always talk about cooking with weed and I'm like, cool, do you do it? I'll have some of yours because I feel like every time I fuck it up too. So I you- used to do it and I thought I was fucking it up because it never worked on me, but everybody else got high. That's hilarious. Oh, so you made shit and everybody got high except for you? Yeah, but whenever I baked, it was this was back in my 20s. I would only use reggies. Like I wouldn't buy like kind uh, bud, like crippy yeah. bud to cook with it. Right. I would buy reggies and then use yeah. that to no. bake. And everybody else would get baked. And I haven't heard reggies um, name in a long time. <laughs> Showing my age. Showing my age. Yeah, I'm like, hold on. Fruit. Oh, Miz, that's what she means? <laughs> no, I think it was actually before Miz. I think it's... Yeah, um, it came before Miz, Well, right? not really came. I think it's... Miz is higher than the Reggies. Oh, really? I've had yeah. some really bad dirt. I don't know. Somebody oh, trying to make a crazy. quick fuck. Uh, Reggies is that pressed brick of yeah. Yeah, that nasty. Like, that, oh, yeah. That, like, you, you take it apart and it's, like, flat. Like black plant, yeah. <laughs> nothing but season sticks. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's might as well be smoking. Still got you high plant. when you baked it. Still yeah. did a great job. Well, yeah. not for me, but everybody else liked it. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, but <laughs> you what? You know what? <laughs> you have had edibles that kind of did did do something for you, and I think they did. Yeah, I think they did. And, and we gotta test it again. Are. So when I come to test it again to Miami. I am specifically going to make you some more and I'm going to bring them to you. So we're going to try it out and you got to eat it while I'm there. Okay. (laughs) And you're going to stick around for two hours to see if it hits. Yes. I'll stick around all fucking day to see if it works. (laughs) We should do gravity bong. Yes. (laughs) Sorry guys. Smoking and I have a cough from being sometimes, sick so. sometimes or if we're at like an event or a function we'll have somebody who's came once and then they left and then came back again and i can see in their eyes i can see in their face the way they're walking now like for one yeah you liked it huh and yeah yeah i liked it and then they're looking around like yeah so. well you have to like it because you came back the second time to spend more money yeah, yeah. so if you didn't like it the first time yeah, you're yeah. definitely not coming to spend more money oh, yeah. is that your motto terry 
I am because I believe you must in, like it because he came back. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And I I'm I get he gets on to me because he's like, babe, you know, they came back for the third time. You know, what kind of deal do you want to do for them? And I'm sitting here thinking, well, they're gonna come back for the fifth time because this is the third time and they're spending even more money. So the fifth time they're gonna spend triple the money, then I'll do the deal. And then my husband has to put me in my place because it's not always about that. And I always have to show my love and support to the people are, that are showing love and support to me because I am just coming oh, yeah. out and I'm new to the community. But, you know, there are times- You're trying to get your name out. Right. Yeah. So I, yeah at the same time, it takes a lot of work and, and energy and love to make those things. So it like, does. you're trying it, to see your return on it. Yes. And that's what I've been telling him. Like, you know, he, I only allow him to be in charge of the smoothies and the churros. And that takes five fucking minutes. He does not, he cannot do infusion. He cannot bake. He cannot make no batter. You don't shop. And shopping is the worst thing right now. Trying to find ingredients. What, especially if I do vegan and organic, that's even harder because things are low on shelves as everyone knows in shopping. So, and I hate going into the store with all my kids. So I either have to make him go when he gets off work and then he rushes me and he thinks, I'm not rushing you. Yes, you are. Your pace is faster than mine. I'm being rushed. It's working. You saying pacing back So then I'm forgetting half the shit that I need and I have to go back to the store again. So I'm thinking about all these things in my head that I've had to go through to make this great edible for you. So yeah, I I want a little bit of a return back on it. I I hear you. And like, whatever though, it's work. Yeah. It's, and too, like I get customer service, bro, because uh, you guys obviously know how customer service goes. Well, you know what, if you know what good customer service is, like you, you practice it, you know? And I came up in a big customer service background. So I feel you when you want to like do more for your loyals. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, you know, you want that bread girl. Yeah. She gets gets it. And I, he's securing the bag, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and I let him do all the nice and love and support and giving because I could take, I take care of the finances. Like I pay the yeah. bills. He makes the money. He gives me the money and I pay the bills. One less thing to worry about. And know? he doesn't even know the bank password probably. You know, he <laughs> barely really. knows his pin to his debit card. I think I asked her her phone number yesterday. Like, I just, so like, it's I just... like, you know, I have to be that way. Yeah. And, but I love him because he makes up for all of that that you know the love and the support to the community you guys are such a good balance you guys are so freaking adorable that's what i tell her (laughs) because we always like you know from from the beginning i've always told her we're complete opposite we are but how did you guys meet yes oh how did you guys meet when we met, we was, it was from a mutual. I don't, I've never heard him tell this story, so I'm interested no, in so we, <laughs> we had a mutual friend or whatever that we known or whatever, and we hung out one night. We went out to go hang out one night. I think it was birthday or something. I don't know. And so it was all I was the liking the friend. I was liking the friend. And, but I met Terry. And no, he I, was, I was with the friend. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> It was so much. It was a. Hey, it wasn't that serious because obviously, 
So yeah. it, it was this black dress, and I still tell her to this day, it was this black dress she had on. And we was in the club, and for some reason, it just looked amazing. Uh, yes, I was the one that And then I out. busted this lady's nose, because I was trying to dance, and I was drunk, I think, probably at that time yeah, I was drinking. Yeah, because you got to realize, Terry's from Plant City, so Terry's <laughs> got the countryside, so we're in this hip-hop club. So it was nice that he still remembered me yeah. after I did something stupid like that. Yeah, so I was, <laughs> I was the one that reached out and started communication, and to come to find out, you know, we had a lot more things in common. Um, at the time, but I will say it was more physical than anything. <laughs> it was the physical first and then getting to know you later type deal. Um, and then after a <laughs> while, it just, you know, her being opposite. He learned my thing. schedule, my yeah. work schedule. And, started, and he was on my way, on my route yeah. to work and on my route on my way home. Yeah. It wasn't out of the way either. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I went through a lot of those things to get with her. And then uh, we finally, like I said, got together. And uh, I don't know, just been together ever since. I mean, it was a whole, what, 14 years? We did years? the complete opposite. We got years. together, had kids, then got married. Yeah. Well, we had one and then two. And then, no, we yeah. had all the I told kids you, and then got I told married. you it was physical. <laughs> did I not tell I start the story. It was <laughs> I, I did leave with that. I thought <laughs> we had a lot of kids. Yeah. I did say he was very yeah. clear that it was a very yeah. physical so, connection. Oh my god! And I know when you—that's how like, many kids oh. you get out of a very physical connection. <laughs> now ask me if that is that way today. Right. <laughs> I'm like, leave me alone. <laughs> hey, of course you have a bunch of kids now. Yeah. <laughs> Things are different. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, You're so like, oh, I gotta um, go to the, I gotta leave the kids to go to the grocery store. I felt that in my soul. Yeah, because there's <laughs> times it's like, you know, I remember one time I went and I got real mad with her. We got into a real big argument, and I was like, you know what, this person putting this order, I'm gonna go make this order. <laughs> <laughs> I went down there. I'm talking about, I had everything laid out. I had my YouTube oh my video. I wasn't gonna ask her for my nothing. YouTube video. Nothing. So in the result, they came out burnt um they, they were just fucking burnt they tasted they horrible. were like overly triple they sunk in very deep like it was just so then at that point i'm like babe i did something wrong um no he did not no whatever no what? he did not he <laughs> done made this cell he made something else that was already pre-made no 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 so i gave that's right i gave her that one and, and she was like i'll take it anyways and he was like, because she's sure? from a, she was from a dry county she was from georgia and they don't have you oh yeah much of anything so she was like hey he, i even knew that he sent her he even did the invoice yeah all on his own yeah, and was... it all went through my phone <laughs> so i knew what was going on and so she done he done met up with her and gave her her order well, she came by and she um i go in the kitchen and i see my brownie <laughs> tray sitting there looking horrible and i was like this fucking man <laughs> And he knows that that gets under my skin because yeah. another way thing with me and the business is I want it my way. Oh yeah. And I started it this way and we're going to end this way. Oh yeah. And we're not changing it because people already got used to it this way. And it's, oh, yeah. if it's the recipe or your customer service or how I want to do family prices and how I want my family involved, it's, 
it's going to stay this way. And if not, then it's not worth it for me. And um, so since that day, I stayed out of the kitchen. Yeah. I just went to social media. And you want your product to be consistent. Like it represents your brand. So if this person's trying your product for the first time, you want it to make, you know, and if he doesn't normally do the brownies and that's your thing, it's not going to really represent what you normally make. Yeah. And I'm teaching my daughter about it, the business. My daughter's learned the difference between CBD and THC. And she knows what people are asking for and why they're asking for it. Because um, my number one customer has been with me before I even thought about doing edible business. And her name is Pearl. She's a freight manager for Dollar Tree. And she got to a point where she couldn't move anymore her diabetes have ate at her bones and she's like terry i need help and she said i'm i don't want to be high i've done this for so long in my young ages i don't want to do that no more but i need something and i said i got you so i just i made her some cbd and ever since she's been taking in like she says every time she gets an order if it wasn't for you i would have quit my job because I can move, I can unload this truck and do what I need to do. And she's her sole supporter in her household. So uh, my daughter met her through this process and she learned that. And I was glad that my daughter is understanding that. And so when I'm gone or when I'm ready to be done with the business, she can take over it. So I want it my way. So when you're getting to that point, you're doing it the same way. Like you said, everyone is receiving this and they don't want to receive different, you know, consistency. Yeah. Cause definitely when this business has started out, it was just making edibles. Um, It It was for my mom. Yeah. But it wasn't, yeah, it was so much of a friend, but it was much more, I'm talking about as far as like the different. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like when we switched over from using like sugar to raw cane sugar um, from unsalted butter to vegan butter to you know using maple syrup using avocado you can do the trial and error kind of way yeah you know and then you know that's how i went to the vegan stuff and it all happened because i listened to libby vasquez podcast with you episode number 50 (laughs) (laughs) did you were, were you doing it for any kind of like like so it all vegan yeah, it started with your mom you said that's yeah. how it originally started and then you switched over to the vegan products because of live best yeah live because best. i was like you jay i wasn't filling the edible i'm sitting here eating a fucking whole pan of you know brownies or cookies and it's not working for me like it was yeah. But it was taking this whole amount and I'm I'm feeling like shit the next day because I my stomach hurts from all this shit I just ate. So I'm throwing up until one o'clock in the afternoon and then I can finally get myself together and start my day. Well, by then my household has slacked. My kids have done whatever they wanted to do. And my husband is pissed because the household's not right. Sugar can do a lot. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this out. I'm going to really see if this works. So he said, why don't we take or I, I seen Livy post. Um, she was doing a virtual class. Well, I started off the diet of doing with Dr. Sebi of his alkaline. That's how I started learning about more oh, of yeah. the uh, different types of food and stuff that we started to eat. And then he and then, would be so mad because he keeps saying, I'm telling you to do it. You should have did it. 
you should have did this with me. You should have detoxed, you know, all these things with me. And it would have made you feel better. And he was right. But I didn't listen to him. I didn't want him to be right. (laughs) And then I listened to Livy and I was like, I'm going to try this. So then he was like, oh, so it takes somebody else to tell you for you to listen. And I'm like, well, you know. But it's the way way Livy broke it down. It's basically how your body digests things. And when you have more plant-based foods in you, your body can digest it better than anything else processed. Yeah. So he did teach me, like, I would ask him, okay, well, what about these fruits? Because we thought about doing, he wanted to do smoothies. So he would tell me different things about the fruits. And then that's what made me start actually doing the garden with my daughter. And I was like, okay, we're going we're gonna to do this. We're going to go for it. Because remember, anything that does not have a seed in it, is not is man-made basically if it has if it doesn't have a seed in it it's man-made and it doesn't mean that i don't eat bad because i do um but i am trying to eat more organic and um i'm trying to be i don't eat red meat because Mm -hmm. i it really for my stomach it's horrible yeah we totally went to whole foods yeah i mean if i do it has to be a grass-fed um hamburger meat for not to at least it does bother my stomach but i don't throw up from it anymore so i started thinking okay well i can't be the only female that's having these issues so i'm looking and i i researched about my gallbladder And, you know, when you don't have a gallbladder, you're not supposed to eat like poppy seeds and fried foods and a lot of grease and stuff like that. And then um, because of me being on so many benzos, it caused my kidneys to fail. And now I only have one functional kidney. And so that was another factor into me eating an edible. So I, I, I full on tried it out. And it worked. Oh, yeah. I I felt so good eating a vegan cookie, and I it worked. I couldn't believe it. And actually, it was her meal that we did. We did a vegan um, sausage oh, yeah. pig, like it a pig amazing, in a blanket. Yeah. And it I slept, and I was just so high. My <laughs> body just floated. It yeah, because she started off with the popcorn. Yes. And I didn't like it. So I was like, okay, it it was a great recipe, but it just wasn't to me. And he's sitting there popping it up. I like, oh, because it's Old Bay seasoning, basically. And Old Bay is vegan. So I'm, yeah, I'm like. Oh, damn. Sprinkled on top of popcorn? On popcorn. Yes. Yes. Nice. She says it's, um, it helps the, um, the Old Bay helps your um, gut absorb what you're intaking better the food that you're intaking like if you put it on your fish it helps your gut absorb the fish better which is crazy because i'm thinking well i can't use obey because of my kidneys and stuff like this but she was like no it'll be fine just you know don't overdo it so then when we got to the pig in the blanket that was that was it that did me in and then i tried the cookie yeah. And then I we yeah. comes up to going to the Canifest and actually being like a fan of like, oh my god, <laughs> yes. I see pop smoking bombs. Yeah. <laughs> we're going straight there. And we were in this long fucking line forever. And you guys were yes. like right there. And I just kept looking. We're almost there. We're almost and, there. And when, we were, <laughs> when we was in the line, I specifically told Terry, I said, hey, Terry, next year we're not waiting in line. 
Yes. We're not so waiting. hold on. Yeah. So <laughs> I go, finally get to you and I give you the, the goodies. And it was the cookies that I made for myself. Yeah. And I was like, okay, we're going to try this. It, it worked for me. Now we're going to see if it worked for you. I had somebody else at the same time. And I said, so we're all three going to do this. And I'm assuming that we all three can say that we're good, but we'll confirm that in February. (laughs) For sure. Because like you say, it was a long day. And when you get home after being at, because after doing the events, I felt your pain that night. I was saying how yeah. tired you can be. From and we this. were just spectators yeah. Oh, yeah. that night. And yeah. then when we, we were like, okay, maybe it's not that bad. But then <laughs> when we did Mount Dora, oh my God. Oh, when you were, when you became a vendor? Yes, we were like, oh, the other we're like, hi, 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 It's extremely exhausting talking all day. Yeah. That's really hard for me, like being extrovert all day yeah. long. Like, so, like for many I mean, hours and meeting and- many different people. And then our events were, like, both of them were at speakers. So I'm literally loud like this. Hey, I got some vegan edibles here. No, we were were at the stage, not speakers. Well, the stage, basically. And (laughs) it was, uh, yeah, so repeating it over and over, uh, meaning, but I love it. And then here I am. I make my, I don't make, but. It's my fun. (laughs) Yeah, put it right. I do, I do, I do. I don't, I don't, I love people. But I just, I'm not there. I just not. I know, I know. You're an, you're, you're an introvert, probably. I, I, I feel like I'm an introvert. I'm very, yes, I am very social. And you'd never think, but I cannot do it all the time. It is right. really hard. And after yes. you've done it all day, <laughs> with your smile, <laughs> man, it's like, oh, I gotta go. Jay, Jay starts packing up early. Jay starts packing up early, and I'm like, "All right, bro, let's." Go. I was done. I was like, "I can't do it anymore." Like, like okay, I'm not like competing the people. It's just that go being all day. I, 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 that's just be normal. Like exactly, I'm exactly like D. Like when you put me in a social setting, I'm social and I'm very extrovert and I have a good time. But that's usually going to be just you know a couple hours at a party or whatever, and you're just going to talk to a few people. But at those kind of events, it's the entire day, and you're talking to, I don't know, we talk to a lot of people. I don't know. Many a lot of people. many fuckers. And then it's like you're trying to remember their name. That's my yes. best. Hard, That's yeah. the hardest part. And I feel horrible. I, can, I remember like, your face, but not yeah. your name. But then nowadays, some people don't even have their face on their profile. Oh, you're, I would recognize your profile picture. That's what I would remember. Like the little. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. hmm, is that this the one guy lady? that had the scorpion on his profile? Oh like, my I God. Mean, this one lady was like, yeah. She kept saying motherfucker. And I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I'm the Jeep. My picture's a Jeep. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my very first event. Yeah, was, first event. I did a wellness, um, woman's wellness event in June. And I really like, I just, something was telling me that I really needed to, if I'm doing this because of my gallbladder, why am I not sharing this with other women? Because I can't be the only one that's having this issue. I can't be the only woman that doesn't have a gallbladder. 
and come to find out there's a lot of women oh, yeah. that after their, their first or second pregnancy, they lost their God. They don't have a Godfather well, anymore. And then the menstrual issue. People are now talking about their women issues, yeah. but before they like they didn't want to say it because they people were like ew it's a faux pas yeah that. yeah we're talking more about periods and stuff and all that now right yeah. and i mean and life changes like when you change you know exactly and i feel like menopause. a man can talk about their child having to get a circumcision or if a man can talk about having to go get a colonoscopy then why can't we talk about menstruals so um, I found that dark chocolate was working for my menstruals yeah. and edible wise. So I'm really proud of my husband because <laughs> he was like, well, you know, you should put that out there. And I was like, yeah, but then how are you going to tell people about it? I'll just tell them just because he's gone through it with me. My menstruals make me a total bitch. <laughs> I will cuss you out from one end to the next. And in an hour, I'll tell you, I love you. Yeah, and in the yeah, next yeah. hour, it's fuck like you. <laughs> so, yeah. and, but then I, a week I leading up to it too. Whoa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just finished. So he's gone through a bad roller coaster. Do you go? Do you, do you go? Do you like? Whoa, are you rage? And then like you get your period and you're like, oh yes. The very first week. That's why. Or my period. I I might as well just live with the fucking tigers. You know? Do you know what though? You remember how they used to say like back in the day when the woman who would get her period they would leave, they would throw her in a cave and leave her alone for the whole week or make her leave yes yeah. like go into the woods or whatever but i get right? it like i get it because i also don't want to be around all the fuckers i would so want to be in a cave for that i'd be like yeah bro i'm going to my cave okay yep. i'll see you in a week yeah that's what we should i really that would be phenomenal if that we would. had a she shed we can have our Netflix. As long as we had our Netflix and our weed, we could lock ourselves <laughs> up in our cave. Exactly. Not bother anybody for our week of menstruation. <laughs> you remember that time that I fucking threw that glass at your head? Yeah. Don't you want me to go to my she shed this week? Sure. All right. <laughs> as, as, as soon as you start getting angry, he goes. Here's the edible. Here's the edible in the, in the shed. Here's the right. dark chocolate. You're like, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like ever since trying uh, doing that and finding oh, out there's other women that do deal with that yes. kind of stuff. Like and that. I did a chocolate kush run that yeah. time for that event. Indica. And I researched up to this event, what could, what strand could we use to help our menstrual? And chocolate kush just kept coming up, coming up, coming up. So he was like, okay, all right. Let's get a bean. So <laughs> I did, and it was ready for that event. And I did, I gave samples to a few women. And I mean, it was just amazing. For me, my husband came home one day and he was like, so how was mommy today? <laughs> and my daughter's like, she was so good. You wouldn't <laughs> believe it. Because my daughter tells on me on everything to my husband. That's my little girl. So he was like, <laughs> yes, it worked. And let me tell you, it did. For two months straight, it was amazing. So um, it- You gotta have that available every 
28 days. Whatever your cycle is. <laughs> we are the type that like to tell people the strands to let them know what they're going to get into because there's a difference becoming of uh, smoking and actually having an edible. Some people don't understand the difference. There's a head high and there's a body high. So if you can understand that if you have an edible and you tell me that you slept good the next day, but you didn't feel nothing. Okay, you did. It worked because mm -hmm. that was this total concept to calm your body down. If you haven't slept in a yes. week straight and then you ate this edible and you had the best sleep with no bad dreams, your PTSD didn't bother you, you woke up feeling great with no oh, anxiety yes. or oh, yes. gastro problems, the fucking edible worked. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you guys happen to know what might work? Or maybe you could find out since apparently you guys recently. <laughs> I do. Um, pain oh, wow. for like pinched nerves. Like um, my husband, uh, my husband, my dad has um, a pinched uh, injury in his back. And it's a pinched nerve that's causing a lot of pain in his leg. And he's tried all sorts of stuff. And I even got him to start trying like using a tincture of CBD for a while. Um, but it, it just wasn't helping. So maybe an edible might work more for him, because like um, CBD. Why is you saying? Jay? Yeah, CBD has to be CBD. No THC. No, why don't you put want to get high? CBD in it, mixed it yeah. with some CBG. So yeah. maybe it's, some CBD. It CBG. Yeah. Yep. And do it in edible wise. Yeah. yeah. I would try it in through an edible. And yeah. if you're taking the tincture, it has to go on your glands for it to yeah. really fully work for you. In my opinion. You know, I'm yeah, he's putting it under his tongue, right? Or you just like let it, yeah, sit yeah. there. So you know, I would really do try an edible for it because that's gonna give you the body yes. relaxation. Oh yeah, but he it doesn't the want the high, like right. yeah. And the edible doesn't give you the head high; yeah. it gives you yeah. the body in every form: THC, CBD, whatever way you take it. It's not giving you the head high. And it's then just you, the body. Yeah, and then when you do take it, we definitely tell you to take it in portions. Wait 30 minutes before taking the other because you can't put that edible out like you can a blunt There's or no a going paper. Back. <laughs> Once you have that in your digestion, you've ingested that edible, get ready for that ride. You're about to get ready to, you know, take that ride you're about to take. So yeah. when people do come up and say, you know, how am I going to feel on it? So it's definitely good to tell them the milligrams that are in it because you don't want to, like some people want to put a thousand or 2000 milligrams. What for? What is that going to do? Is it really a thousand? Really? We 10? can debate that, but <laughs> yeah. you know, it, it all depends on the strand. It all depends on. How do you, you know, measure that? That sounds complex to be able to measure the dosage. So you're just telling me that you just took a batter, say your batter of cookies. This is the best way I put it in their head. If you can make 20 cookies out of your batter, you're telling me that you may have made a fourth of one cookie to make it a thousand milligrams. Yes. So that whole batter made this tiny piece to make it a thousand. Right. <laughs> Some that's fucking you. bonkers that's why it's magic uh, that's why some of the times i see the labels on some of this yeah underground stuff yeah <laughs> yeah and i'm like 500 fucking milligrams how 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 is this 500 milligrams 
when they actually break it down and then add up the percentages, that's how they get. And then most of them, like when they go and put that percentage or stuff on an edible, many don't put the concept that when you put that and decarbon in the oven, your percentage done went down already. Yeah, some of them check it before they Yeah, so you got like tea checkers that are out that you can be able to be able to dose and see how much you're- But they're not doing that. They're just giving you- Yeah, an estimate. The percentage before is decarved. And then that's how they can give you like a distillate. So if you're going to take a distillate and put it into edible, whatever that percentage is, that's going to be your milligram in your edible. And they haven't even cooked that brownie or that, that cookie. Yeah, a thousand milligrams. I can't even get like a syringe of (laughs) distillate from fucking any of these dispensaries for for a thousand. You're going to tell me you have, yeah, you made a batch of cookies. How many fucking cookies you have on hand? Yeah. A lot of times they accumulate the whole infusion into that one batter yeah. instead of breaking it down to, hey, I just use two tablespoons of this. So it's not no longer 3,000 milligrams or however you say it. It's however you broke it down the tablespoons into that edible. Yeah. And how many, like she said, how many you made out of that And batch. then that's what hurts us, um, you know, like me and Angie and um, she may kill me for saying this, but it hurts us because sitting here listening to these people that came from Tallahassee this last week and my Zoom meetings, they're like, okay, well, you know, there's a problem with you guys with edibles. And it's like, not us. My, I have labels. I'm, I have everything to the T for you. I may not have every I dotted and every T crossed because (laughs) We're in the cannabis industry. Yeah, we're- At the end of the day, who is really fucking legal? Yeah, we are abiding by every home and cottage right. law there is. And as of January 2020, um, 2020, they took away the infused home and cottage for people who was doing home and cottage um, infusion edibles. Yeah. And so it is really a fighting challenge for us right now as so, a edible for- business. For those who don't know, home and cottage is just like the legalities of being able to to operate a small business and yeah. yeah, and offer um you know any kind of Baked food. Goods. Really. Yeah, like yeah. your label font has to be uh ten inch font on the label. Yeah, they have a um, big thing like a have sample. to have your address on it. Have to have the ingredients, the ounces on it. Um, and your business, of course, uh, and how to contact. Yeah different ways you can go on google and look up the different but yeah. um it's just it's and like you said like i said we go and we use uh like a different kitchen like a restaurant to go and do our stuff and bake it so and you have to put that address down yeah. so if you made it at that place you have to put that address down yeah. but if you have your llc you have to put that down too and oh, yeah. that there's so many different things but then at the end of the day it doesn't really matter you went through all this they could still get you because we're not all legal here I am I've been in the medical field for since I was 18 and I went through a really bad time when my mom died and so I kept going back every month and I kept saying this four milligram I started off with one milligram of Xanax for my first visit and I said this one milligram is not working I got four milligrams of Xanax I got put on Prozac, mini press, 
and uh, Zoloft. Yeah. I go back the next month and I said, this four milligrams isn't working. I need more. And I knew the doctor. Intolerance to all of that stuff? No, I knew the doctor and I was in so much, you know, pain in my grieving with my mom that I just wanted to get more and more and more. And I knew the doctor and I kept saying, it's not working. It's not working. So she said, okay, okay. And so finally, when my mom passed, um, that was when we passed medical marijuana for Florida. Yeah. And he says, you need to go and you need to get this. Well, what was, what was very, uh, was, it was moving because um, my mother-in-law did not, knew nothing about, she knew about cannabis, but she didn't know nothing of it. You could probably uh, partake around her and she, she would not no know clue. the difference. So the fact is, when it did get put on the ballot, she actually did vote. Yes. I took her. Yeah. I remember driving her to, now it's a church, and I took her, and I was walking to the door, and I said, so what do you think that you're going to do for this medical marijuana? And she goes, I'm going to vote, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I said, really? And yeah. she goes, yeah, it's yeah. going to help people. Yeah, yeah. So I was shocked, yeah. and I had to tell yeah. him, yeah. I'm like, you won't <laughs> believe this. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it would surprise you how many people it, it, yeah. that's one thing that everybody agrees on yes. is that the plant is helping people exactly and, and that's where and at that yeah. time it was just getting put on the ballot to yeah. vote yeah. and my mom was already really sick yeah. so by the time it passed my mom already passed yeah. and so I didn't get the opportunity to uh, you know, get her on that program and let her use that plant medicine to make a difference. Yeah, it's like I wish to change we, things for her. Yeah, like if we knew what we knew now and stuff, it would have been different. And stuff her like life would have still been yeah. on this earth, in my opinion, because her diabetes took over her heart. And here I am having a person that's buying gummies from me that has the same issue as my mom. Yeah. And she is just having the best life of her time. And it's making me feel so good. And she knows that because she was in that time of my life when that happened, when my mom passed and stuff. So it really makes me feel good to help somebody that has this condition and that this edible is really working for that condition. So it's like when we get feedback and hear things like that. And then and when, then it saved my life. Yeah. Here I'm taking all these fucking pills. And my husband's trying to Baker Act me. And I'm destroying my life mentally. I am mentally destroying my life and my kid's life. And they're seeing their mom going through this horrible time. And so cannabis saved my life. If it was not for cannabis, I wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't, my kids wouldn't have a mom. And now that I have been on these pills and that many milligrams, I do need more than just flour. I need that extra edible. I need that 300 milligram edible at night to help my PTSD, to help my anxiety. So my husband, he is like, you know, damn, you take so much. 
Like she takes. I feel you though. I feel she's a big old hitter. Like yeah, I, I got I'm so it. glad I went I through that without crying. I'm not yeah. gonna lie to you guys because uh, I have not opened up about that, and I've been wanting to put that out to people because it, it's real. Like people don't want to talk about it. You know, no, no, but thank you for being opening up and sharing that with us because that really helps people, other people that are going through similar experiences, see that they're not alone and 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 see that um there are similar experiences happening out there and people are are willing to be open about it and there's nothing to be ashamed of. Exactly. Yeah. And sharing and your story why, just helps. Thank you. And I'm, really? I'm proud of that. <laughs> Losing a parent is really hard, uh, but like, you know, but look at all of what you've accomplished, right? Like, look at all of the, the stuff that you're doing, movements, like, yeah. it, and your mom inspired you kind of to do all yeah. of that, too. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, with Florida Can and stuff, it being a part of that, she's yeah. really became a big advocate with Florida Can with Jody and Maria. And oh, thank just- you. So you guys introduced us. Thank you so much. We like. We love doing the podcast and stuff, but it's since we're moms and stuff, you know how it is. We miss stuff. So we really like rely on some of you guys that, you know, are in. Keep us informed too. To like, let us know. And man, Jody is like, God, just, I could sit and listen to her forever. She is amazing. (laughs) She's very educated. She's very smart in what she knows in the cannabis, but I I don't look at, I'll be crazy that I say this but I look at her because she has a son and she got into this when her son was my kid's age yeah. and he yeah. rode the whole road with her and her first question to me when I first met her was how how when is do you have time to be in a meeting and I said, yeah, if you can, you know, yeah. listen to my kids in the background or if I need to come meet you, if you're OK with me bringing my kids, because that's going to be my, what my dedication is going to be is I'm not leaving them behind. This is we're in it all together. Yeah. And she says, great, because I told people when they needed to meet me, we're meeting at a park or a library <laughs> yeah. simple as that. Yeah. And oh, yeah. that's what made oh, yeah. me get intrigued with her, oh, yeah. because if she is okay with her kids going now he's a grown-up yeah and he's involved yeah josh is amazing oh yeah they are very amazing over there at florida can with maria and even arnold and josh and i mean just uh, even uh jody's husband yeah just jody's husband i jay is talking about doing what is it called on in january lobby day Happy day. Uh, I've yeah, already yeah, put it yeah, on my calendar yeah. as PTO for work. Oh my God, yeah. because I just, I kind of really want to be around Jody. I kind of want to like feel her energy and just see her in action. Learn more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They are amazing. She's great. Oh yeah. And just to hear about the things when we first met them and heard about the things that they've done and so forth. And us being as parents, we love to help people. Uh, we love to give because we know how it is being a big family and there are other big families out there and that, you know, you can be able to do a lot and have a big family too. So it's like when we met them and we seen they was about family and we're about family, it was like a win-win. And then, yeah, Jody's amazing. Maria's amazing. And then she's very blunt. Yes. 
and Maria is very blunt, <laughs> oh, yeah. but Maria knows how to like um, make that blunt person understand it better yeah. to where you're you're on the same page. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and I'm the bluntest, yeah. I feel <laughs> like, in this situation with me and my husband. So it all kind of came oh, yeah. together. Like we just, it just worked out. And it didn't really mean to no, go no. that way. It just crossed paths. I wasn't really looking to get yeah. out there like that. But when I see my kids running around at this Canafest and they're having a great fucking time and my oldest is getting educated and he's wanting to learn more and he's decided, you know what, I'm going to graduate two years early and I'm going to get this done and I want to be a cultivator. And I'm like, a cultivator of what? He says, I want to grow. I want (laughs) to help these kids that are out here not understanding what they're doing to understand. And I was like, wow. And guess what? He graduated two years early with a 4.2. And I was like, wow. I was like, okay, so we can do this. And that's what made me say, I'm going to put myself out there as a family. Because with our, like our oldest with ADHD and our other kid with, with autism, uh, it's kind of finding out what works. And there's a certain strand that works for this one. And there's a certain strand that works for this one. So we did start getting more intrigued in what strand did this. And it goes all back to me researching different things and different plants and why this plant's going to help this. And will this plant help that, but cause this to happen? Because I have this ADHD kid that's jumping from the ceiling to the fucking wall, to the bed, to the bathroom and taking apart all these baseballs. Sneaking out the house. Sneaking out the house (laughs) and trying to figure out if he wants to join a gang or if he does really wants to be a good kid. And does he want to do this drug or does he want to drink this alcohol? So what are we going to do? So that's when we said, screw it. We're going to all sit down as a family and we're going to educate each other. And it's helped. It really has helped us as parents to get that bondship with our kids, especially my oldest, um, with how society is nowadays. Because you got to think about it. I mean, even like as, I don't know, as 12 years old, I mean, we start feeling depression, anxiety, um, all different types of things. So why can't you say that this plant doesn't work for this age? So, you know, when you start implementing that into your family, you'll find out that things will change. Like she gave a testament, a 4.2. From doing all that to a 4.2. And he was was getting you know, in trouble. He's like throwing chairs in the classroom. He didn't want to go to school. We're fighting him to get up. And because his mind was racing, they had him on so much medication that here he's 15 years old and he's wetting the bed and he's so embarrassed. He didn't know what to do and he didn't know what to say. And so, yeah, I'm telling you the plant medicine is a fucking miracle in my house. Oh yeah. Okay, and definitely follow them on Instagram. It's underscore TK Sweets underscore. On Facebook, you can find them as TK Sweets LLC. And on other pl- all other platforms, they're TK Sweets LLC. Please check them out. Friend them on Instagram. Such wonderful people. Yeah, hit them up, see what next event they're doing. Or I believe they 
you can get their menu through Instagram. Too. Oh, they've been, yeah, they've been at a ton of events. Yeah, definitely yeah, follow them to just see if, just to know what events are going to be All over at. the state, yeah. all over the state. Hey, thank you guys for listening to our podcast. We love you. We thank so much for thank you so much for the support. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I should have queued up a Christmas song. Oh, uh, you should have done me body me bodito. Me body. Yeah. Well, there you go. By Captain J. Me burrito <laughs> sabanero. Thanks so much for our patrons. Hey, if you have not become a patron yet, you should definitely get on board. We're working on some really cool stuff. They get gifts and goodies. We're sending them some gifts and goodies that we're working on. We got a special Zoom session coming up uh, for the holidays. So become a patron for full early access to episodes, additional content, and uncut versions of our interviews, all kinds of stuff. We... Appreciate you, uh, wonderful characters such as Yanni, Destiny, Lauren, Jesse, Christy, April, Shelby. Talk to her a lot. Denise, Liza, Natalie, Meredith, Terry, and Angelina. Thank you guys so much. Gracias. <laughs> Gracias. Sorry, I'm relighting my joint. <laughs> Hey, one one more time before we go, subscribe, rate, review. It just it, it helps us spread the word that our little podcast exists. And every time you share a con your, our content, an angel gets its wings. I, I'm sure you didn't know that. Uh, if the you stoner. need to, the stoner angel gets its wings. <laughs> if you get his clouds, gets his clouds. <laughs> So cute. Potsmokingmoms.com is the website. So easy. Potsmokingmoms.com. It's a great website. Anywho, thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.